0: Hello, this is Milton Justice, and welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class. Last week, or last episode, we talked about themes. Uh, I want to continue that discussion a little bit more because it's such an important issue that I think we need to explore it a little bit more. As actors, we need to get a real sense that plays are about something important. It's about an idea, a cosmic idea. And one of the biggest struggles we have, and absolutely, you know, hats off to all of us, is figuring out what the theme of the play is, then understanding that it's a big idea and the final step is lifting ourselves up to the size of this idea. When I was in the eighth grade, Mrs. Moore had us write various papers on short stories. And I just would point out that um, among the questions we had to answer was, What is the theme? How do your characters fit into the theme? And in the eighth grade, I thought it was really, really difficult. And I want you to know it hasn't gotten any easier. But I do know, and I said this last time, but I do know that once you understand what the theme is, and more importantly, the size of that theme, the play takes on new importance. So the author has something to say. You have to get an idea across to the audience. And and what happens is there's this idea, and in in a play, the characters struggle with this idea. That's what plays are about. The plays are about struggle. The author gives us a character that does or does not cope. With the idea of this play, and we watch it happen. The understanding that we have gives depth to our work, and that really, really is the important thing: is that we have that we get this depth. Um, I think we grow as people because we understand the depth of these ideas. Uh, Stella Adler once asked me, "Darling, have you gone to therapy?" And I said to her, Stella, I studied Ibsen and Strindberg with you. What do I need with therapy? And in a sense, it was true. I mean, in these plays, we watch people struggle, and they're people like us, because we also struggle. And that's what you really want to understand. Greg is working on a character in class at the moment, and he's somebody that changed the gay rights movement, because of an idea he had of going into a bar where they didn't serve homosexuals and asking for a drink. Uh, And what you want people to get is this sense of this idea of standing up for what you believe in that makes you a person. And so that's what and that's what the struggle is. The struggle is to make choices that eventually you say every single choice that I make feeds into the idea of this man's life. Um, I keep talking about going to lectures with Arthur Miller, and uh, one of the lectures I went to, um, the, the commentator who I think was Larry King, but anyway. And so he said to Mr. Miller, so what? you're you're one of the big writers. What do you think is the difference between a big writer and a a lesser writer? And Mr. Miller said, well, I don't know." know. He was very, very modest. But what he did say, unmodestly, was what big writers have in common is a fierce moral sensibility which is unquenchable and they all are burning with some anger at the way the world is. The little writers on the other hand have made peace with it. The bigger ones can't make peace. And again, these these ideas he's talking about are the ideas that shape civilization. It's important that we as actors bring ourselves up to the size of the idea you really have to begin to as an actor understand the difference between you got a light and I'm going to talk to you about something that is important to your life if i decide i'll use another example if i decide that the clifford odets play golden boy is about the personal struggle of a man for his soul, think about it, that is a huge idea. Then I have to realize how big that is. And and, and look, I can't answer the question as if I'm in a, a literature class in college. If I say to you, what is this play about? The answer is not, Uh, It's about the personal struggle of a man for his soul. It's like when you say that, I know you don't know what the play is about. When you say it that way, I know that you're answering the question correctly. There is a way that an actor answers a question. And when an actor answers a question, it absolutely takes your breath away. When an actor says it is about the struggle a man has for his soul, I, it's like you want to go, whew, OK, now I know you know how to do the play. And, and, and look, we're up against huge, huge odds. Greg and Teo and Giancarlo are working on the play Art at the moment. And it's a play about friendship. Now, in my mind, these are young actors who wouldn't necessarily come to the table with the most in-depth idea of what is friendship. I have a feeling between them, they easily have 1,400 friends on Facebook. And because of that, it's like there is this world where we live with, oh, yes, I have 1,400 friends. I mean, my God, I've even heard that, you know, when somebody gets unfriended, they have to go into therapy. So the issue here is if you understand the idea of friendship, the size of that idea, you know you don't have 1,400 friends. You know that in your life you would be very, very fortunate to have two or three. And because of that, it's it automatically changes the way that you work on a play like this because you now understand the size of the idea of friendship. The understanding of it has to go beyond our own personal relationship to it. And and this to me is one of the most important concepts of acting. You do not just have your life. You have 4,000 years of recorded history to draw from. Um, Stella Adler once said to, to us... You have lived everyone's life. You just haven't gotten around to it yet. And if you only keep stuck in your life, everything is going to be pulled out. Everything is going to be pedestrian. Is a famous story that I absolutely love about an actor who said to Stella in class once, he said, well... I mean, Hamlet's confused, and man, I'm confused too. I mean, Hamlet's a guy like me, to which Stella brilliantly said, darling, Hamlet owns Denmark. You don't have a pot to piss in. So there's this actor kind of thing about he's a guy like me, and now I can play him and I relate to him. That is the death knell of acting. And and, and there are two things here that I, I think have to be really made clear. One, it is an idea. I have to, as an actor, understand that that is a big idea, and that is not necessarily how we look at the world these days. We don't necessarily look at the world as the human struggle for identity is an important idea. So, that's really huge. And then we have to work to come up to the size of the idea. Um, I often got because I studied with Stella Adler, I was often asked, what do I think is the difference between Stella Adler and Lee Strasberg? And I said, with Stella, the work was always for us to come up to the size of the idea. The Strasberg actors always pulled the size of the idea down to them. Always. And I used to go to the actor's studio, and I used to see this work, and it was always that that way. It was pulled down. So, so look, here, here's the issue. If I'm doing a play, I'm going to go back to the Odette's play, Golden Boy. It's not just about a dude who's trying to, to decide between making a lot of money boxing or being penniless playing the violin. It is about an entire world that we live in that exists, which seduces a person into destroying their soul. They can buy you for a price. Joe wants those cars that are whizzing by in the park, and he wants the world those cars represent, but he also wants the happiness that comes from simply sitting and playing his violin. He has a line in the play with music, I'm never alone when I'm alone. Playing music, that's like saying, I am man, I belong here. How do you do world? Well, that's what he understands about music. But he has this lure because the world is pulling him in. Huge play. Huge play. I, I, I would say that Certainly in America, given a choice between how to feed your soul or whether or not to make money, very few people say, well, my soul is important to me. I'm just, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to take a job. Sure. I, I had, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, I had a former student in New Zealand who was studying at a drama school in New Zealand and he was working on a scene from Golden Boy and he sent me an email and this to me was just brilliant. He said that his drama tutor in the scene, um, there's a famous bench scene between Joe Bonaparte and Lorna and so the the drama teacher suggested that he should think of the girl playing Lorna as the girl from his class that he knew very well. And so he asked me my opinion about that. Okay, so quite honestly, of all the stupid ideas of acting I have ever heard, that is one of the top three. It completely eliminates the fact that the playwright has something profound to say. Unless his friend from drama school happened to be a hooker from New Jersey who was having an affair with a boxing manager who wanted to buy his soul, well, the girl next to him is of no use whatsoever. So that, and that's really the point. If you spend time Pulling the play down to you, then the play no longer exists. The play suffers, certainly, but the idea is of no importance whatsoever. I mean, really, seriously. So, okay. All of this, man, acting is so difficult. You should probably find something else to do with your life. Okay. Keeping in mind, the actor knows more than the character knows. You know the theme. Your character doesn't know that they're a theme. But the fact that you know the theme helps you make choices for the character. The character just lives the life. Joe Bonaparte does not know that he is the theme of the struggle between the soul and the money. And, you know, spoiler alert ahead, what Clifford Odets was saying was, if you do not follow your soul, it will kill you. And in the play, Joe Bonaparte decides he is going to box and make money, and he does die. That's how big the theme is. That is something Clifford Odets understood. He understood it personally. He understood that if you have something that feeds your soul and you don't follow it, it will kill you. Well, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. And the thing about it is... that. you know, I, 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 I think that we so often, it's like my guys working on art. We don't really know what friendship is, but if we work on it, we understand what friendship is. And so not only do we get the play, but we grow as people. I, I would much rather be friends with the, any of the three of them after they've worked on plays than now. Because they will have suddenly understood the size of the idea of friendship. I'm old. I know what it is. But I think that that's that's it. If we begin to understand that as an actor, you're God. And you are speaking ideas that are important to humanity. Maybe we should approach plays like parables. Uh, these are huge truths that we are now going to dramatize so the audience will understand them because they don't understand them. Basically, you're saying, I understand something you don't understand. I am now going to enlighten you. You are going to leave this play enlightened and better off as a person because of something I have given you. And look, if I'm playing Joe Bonaparte and I'm sitting on that bench and I'm making choices about what I see in Central Park, because it's a bench in Central Park, I am going to make choices that make it difficult. I am going to see a really rich guy go by in a Rolls Royce convertible. I am going to see somebody go by in a horse in carriage, I'm going to see how well-dressed they are. Uh, even the people sitting under the, the, the tree with their picnic don't have to worry because I can tell they have a nice bottle of wine. So I am going to make choices that make this this theme difficult. I am going to make choices that when I'm sitting on this park bench with the hooker from New Jersey, that what I, she is offering me, this is how brilliant this play is. She is saying, Joe Moody says you can make a lot of money. Joe Moody's the manager that's her lover. You can make a lot of money in the fighting game. And as an actor, if I am looking from the bench and seeing all these rich people, And she's talking to me about how much money I can make. Now it's difficult. Because I just came from Fifth Avenue, not in the play. This is a choice I made. And saw the guy on the steps at the Fifth Avenue library playing the violin. So I play the violin, and yes, it fills my soul. But these are rich people I'm looking at while sitting on a park bench. Our job is to take the big ideas of these writers, elevate them, and present them to an audience so they understand something that they didn't understand when they came to the theater. Estella said that her father, her father pointed it out to her once. He said, our job is to make it better for them, the audience. If not, why bother? So that's where we are. The play is about ideas. Our job as actors is both to understand what the idea is and work to pull ourselves up to the size of this idea because it's a bigger idea than probably is in our lives. And then, when we connect to the size of that idea, that's what the audience responds to. And then, when the curtain goes down, the audience is not thinking about the bad cell phone reception they're getting, or in other places besides New York, where they parked the car, they are thinking about the idea of the play And, you know, in this miracle moment, the audience is talking about the play. And that's then we're a success. Hi, everybody. It's Walker Vreeland. I'm the producer of I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Director of online media is Evan Sollers. And music is provided by David DeJuice. If you have a question or comment you'd like Milton to address on an upcoming episode email us at questionsformilton at com. Again, that's questionsformilton at gmail.com. And if you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks so much for listening.